This podcast is brought to you by jewishpodcasts.org. Start your very own podcast today at jewishpodcasts.org. Guten Erev Shabbos, hope everyone is well. We'd like to wish a Mazel Tov to Mr. and Mrs. Aaron David Machlis upon the birth of the baby boy. May they see much nachats from this son and from all of the children, special Mazel Tov to the grandparents, Mr. and Mrs. Shmuel Prager. May they see much nachats from this new grandchild and from all of their children and their grandchildren. We turn to Parshat Sav this week and it also happens to be Shabbos HaGadol, which means there must be some common denominator, some message and lesson that we can derive from both of these thoughts in the Parsha what it's read in the regular Kriya Satera as well as the special Shabbos known as Shabbos HaGadol. And one of the things we find in this week's parasha is the Avoida of the Truma Sadeshen. That was one of the jobs that the Kohen did in the morning. He'd come into the base Amigdash, dressed, decked in his special clothing, and he'd go over to the Mizbeach and he'd scoop up the ashes, and he would literally remove the ashes and clean up the area, making it ready for another day of Avoida to Beis Amigdash. What exactly was the purpose of this Avoide? It doesn't seem to be very holy, very spiritual, very special. Yet the Kayin had to wear special clothing and that can only be done by a Kayin. And it was part of what we call the Avoide, the Beis Amigdash. So the Chayvah Salavav says, the purpose of this Avoide was to keep the Kayhanim in check. To make sure the Kayhanim don't think that although they are very special, unique and chosen to be the ones to serve on behalf of Klai, so they cannot think for a second that they're better or greater than anyone else. And this process of the Truma Sedeshen, which some people call comparable to cleaning up a table or for removing garbage, of course it's not a fear a comparison anyways, but nonetheless, it was to humble the Kayhanim. It was to remind the Kayhanim that you're not greater than you think, you're merely, you're merely agents, you're merely shluchim of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and you don't think that you're better than your, your counterpart or your neighbor who's a Yisrael and does not, write, does not have the right to work in the base of Megdash. So the Torah is very particular and very careful to remind us to keep, keep us in, in line that we shouldn't think we're greater than who we are. We have to realize that we're not greater nor more important than anyone we all together make up Klai Yisrael. So that's one important message that the Torah relates to us about how we look at ourselves. But there's something also very unique that the Torah specifically wants us to remember. The Torah writes that the, the place where they would bring the carbon oil was the exact same spot where they brought the carbon chatos. And the Gemara tells us this was done purposely. Why? Because we know the carbon oil was brought sometimes just as a, as a, as a gift. Not obligatory, but just because someone wanted to show his connection to Hashem. But the chatos, that was brought because someone did an Avera. And we didn't want the world to know who does an Avera. Can you imagine if there was a line for all the sinners and all those guys sitting at the line, everyone's watching them, everyone's looking at them, everyone is seeing, oh, I know who did what. Therefore, says the Gemara Chazal, the Torah specifically said, no, we're going to have them all come to the same place. This way, no one knows who's guilty, who did a sin, and who is just trying to give a present. This, to me, shows us the Torah's sensitivity, that we have to not allow even the sinners... Their feelings count also. So not only is the Torah so particular this week's parasha that we don't think that we're greater than we are, even the sinners who did commit a crime, he did a mistake, it was a chatos, he brought a carbon, he needs to bring a carbon. But nonetheless, the Torah doesn't want him to be embarrassed, the Torah doesn't want him to be feel insulted, the Torah doesn't want him to feel less like a person. And therefore the Torah says, you know what, we're going to put him in the same spot where the people bring the carbon oil. This way no one knows who's who. I think the Torah is teaching us the importance of, of, of interpersonal relationships. 
that we have to make sure we don't think we're greater than them and we can't look down on someone either. We don't have that right. Even if they did something wrong, even if they make a mistake, there's no reason to single them out. There's no reason to make it known. There's no reason to wag our finger at them. There's no reason to have them feel that they're less of a person because they made a mistake. And therefore, they all are in the same place. And I think this perhaps connects to Shabbos Hagadol. One of the pshatim they say over why it's called Shabbos Hagadol was because this was the Shabbos and Klai Yisrael used to raise the bulk of the money for Ma'os Chitim. To help other people. So why is it called Godel? Because when someone gives and someone helps, he becomes a Godel. But even when we give, sometimes we accidentally don't realize when we're giving and we try to help, we can sometimes hurt someone's feelings. We can make them feel like less of a person. We can make them feel like a Nebuch case. We can make it feel like they are a charity organization. And perhaps the Torah is reminding us in this week's parasha, always be considerate of other people's feelings. Don't make someone feel bad unnecessarily. Don't cause someone extra pain. And on the flip side, just like by the Kehanim, they're not allowed to think they're greater than anyone else. We too shouldn't think we're greater than anyone else if we were on the giving end of it. If we were blessed with some extra money this year and we gave, we shouldn't think, wow, look at me. I'm such a great guy because I gave to the needy. Don't let it get ahead of you. If Hashem blessed you with money, that's because He wanted you to distribute that money to others. So maybe that is the connection between Parashat Tzav and Shabbat Sagodah. The Torah is reminding us that don't, be, don't think you're greater than thou and mainly and more importantly... Don't think any less of someone else. We have no permission, we have no right to hurt someone's feelings, to think less of someone. Even the person in this week's parish who's bringing a carbon, which means he made a mistake. We have no right to single him out. We have to be so careful and so particular about, the people, about people's feelings. We need to realize feelings matter and it hurts people terribly. We find a similar idea when in, in, in Parshish Kisavu when the Jewish people brought the Bikurim. So Chazal tells us that the poor person's Bikurim was... The, the fruits were taken and the basket was taken as well and they didn't get their basket back. And the question is, why not? And one of the classical answers given was because they don't want to embarrass the poor person even more because his basket wasn't very impressive. So if you're going to then give him back his basket, everyone's going to be watching and seeing this very, very insignificant, inexpensive, very poor-looking basket. So they just kept the basket to ensure a little less embarrassment. The Torah is so careful that we should not cause pain or embarrassment to anyone, even perhaps if we have good and noble intentions. They say over a story that there was a, a certain Tamud Chacham, a big Tamud Chacham in a certain community who needed money to make a chasana. And they were raising money for him and they didn't want it to get known who he was. But at some point someone realized if perhaps we tell people who it is, they'll give more money. So they brought the Shail to Rudiman, the great Nehru Yisrael Rosh Hashiva, and they asked him, should we be mefarsim, should we publicize who this person is? Because by publicizing it we'd get more money or should we keep it a secret? And Rudiman ruled, you should not publicize. Because it's going to cause pain. It's going to cause embarrassment to the Talmud Chacham. Even though this perhaps will raise more money for the Talmud Chacham. But the pain and the uncomfortability that he's going to experience, that so many people know of his plight, so many people know of his financial stress, it's not worth it. And therefore he ruled that it's not correct to reveal his name. This is what it means to think about someone else's feelings, to be considerate, to be compassionate, not to cause embarrassment, harm, or hurt to someone else. I came across this story about Rav Moshe Feinstein, originally it was told to me by uh, Rav Pinchas Hoffman, and I recently saw it somewhere else. It's an amazing story about Rav Moshe Feinstein. There was a, a chassan who already lost his father and now he lost his mother and he was mamish a week before his chasana. and he wasn't sure should he 
postpone the wedding or not? What should he do with the wedding? It's going to be like, you know, how's that going to work out? He's mamish uh, without any parents. He's just finishing up Shiva. Should he go through with the chasana? And he called with Moshe Feinstein. And Moshe Feinstein told him what to do exactly. Moshe Feinstein told him to make the chasana. Then he spoke to Moshe Feinstein on Friday. The Friday before Zofrov. And Moshe gave him the psak. What can he do vis-a-vis the offer? Can he go? Can't he go? What is he allowed to do? And they spoke some, some time on the phone. And Moshe told him, I think I said all that's relevant. I think we discussed all the halachic issues. And he told him, and he hung up the phone. This chassan says a few hours later, he gets a call, collect call from, he lived in Cleveland, this was from New York, that there was a Mr. Feinstein on the phone. But Moshe never referred to himself as Rabbi Moshe Feinstein. He, he said it was a Mr. Feinstein. He said, I want to let you know we discussed a lot of things. But I forgot to mention one thing. The common practice is that the, the chosen sends flowers to the kala on the Shabbos before the chasana. And I know it's a question in the halacha and others a lot of send presents. He said, but I also know if this girl's going to have people come by her house and they're going to ask her, where are the flowers from the chasana? And they're not going to be there. It's going to cause her pain. Said Ramosha Feinstein, painting a Jewish girl is a deraisa. A, a other sending a gift might only be the Rabbanan. Therefore, I'm telling you, it's worth it. They should have someone arrange to make sure that there's flowers at the table for the, today we call it the Shabbos Kala, just not to embarrass, not to cause pain to a Jewish girl. Can you imagine Ramosha Feinstein had a million things, I'm sure, on his mind on any given Friday? And after dealing with this complex Shaila, he realized that there's going to be a Kala sitting somewhere in in the world, who's going to feel pain. Even though we would have said, no, she'll understand, her friends will understand, everyone will understand. He just lost his, he's sitting shiva, Ramesha said, no, that's going to be tsar, that's pain. That's, that's the sensitivity that we need to think about. We need to think of, of each other's pain, not to do something which chas v'shon can cause someone else pain, even if it's not on purpose. We're not talking about malicious people, we're not talking about people that are out to hurt people. But sometimes if we watch extra carefully, and prevent harm and pain to others. That is the lesson from these, this week's parasha as well as Shabbat Shalom. And that's really the underlying theme of, of Yetzirah Mitzrayim. According to many commentaries, it says when we borrowed Kalim, we didn't borrow Kalim from the Mitzrayim when we left. Because it says in the Chumash, we borrowed Ishmael Eitzrei, one from their friend. A guy is not called your friend. The guy explains and others that we needed to build a relationship between each other. We didn't marry to leave Mitzrayim until we built some form of a relationship that we can borrow and lend from each other. When we feel close with each other, when we're unified, but not in a way where we're causing pain or harm to each other. Mr. Shem, we shall learn the lesson from Pasha Tzav and Shabbos HaGadol and Pesach and be a little bit more sensitive. Not let ourselves think we're great because we gave and not chas v'shalom cause pain to someone who received. And Mr. Shem, if that's chos, we should be zaycha to always be on the giving side. We always be able to give, being always able to help in a way that will only bring nachas and shalom to everyone, in a way that will make HaKadosh Baruch Hu happy, and Hashem, Hashem should only send all of us, and our families in Klai Yisrael, brachas v'yeshuas, and only nachas for everyone.